Hi, everybody. It's Jill. And this is Mel. And this is Jill and Mel Gige. Hey, Mel. Jill. <laughs> How's it going? Jinx. <laughs> Do I owe you a Topo Chico now? No, no. Uh, maybe one when I go visit you in Austin. Yeah. You can say Austin. It's fine. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. Um, I think I've alluded to what city I live in hard enough. There's an F1 track. This is true. A lake with bats. Like, this is a very basic freaking google search will tell everyone where i live there's literally only three options in the u.s so it was either gonna be vegas which doesn't have a lake nearby well i mean havasu but that's like two hours lake mead but yeah but it's like a good chunk away and then uh what was the other one miami miami which i don't know lakes yeah there's no lake but i'm pretty sure i'm not Maybe I'm wrong. The bat population doesn't seem high. More lizards. It does not. Lizards than anything. <laughs> I mean, Florida does have, you know, frozen iguana as a weather warning. Oh, yeah. Like, that. that's what, that's what I meant. Like, the iguanas in Miami are like, I'm pretty sure they're an invasive species out there. Like, they're actually, it's like not great. But wait, I'm going to circle back, like, back to, to, to okay. F1. So there was some okay. news today that came I out. Know, you sent it to me and I'm sad. I sent it to everybody and I was like, what? Oh my God. So for those of you, well, I guess everybody, because you don't know what day it is. Uh, Gunther Steiner has left Haas effective immediately. So <laughs> it Do was you a think shock. he's just sick of calling Gene? I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Last season, I don't know if you remember, his wife came on and like talked quite a bit about how his stress level was high. So I'm Mm -hmm. wondering if that played a part in it. But the way that they were like effective immediately makes me think that there was some kind of argument between the two. But I could be so off base. Yeah, I'm sad. I love Gunther. Maybe he'll go for another team or... Maybe he'll just take a break. I don't know. Do you know what he, I think, who would be phenomenal at? Hmm. Commentating. Oh, my God. Can you imagine Gunther and Crofty just, like, <sighs> shooting the shit during the race? And, like, I, I'm sure they're, like, the banter would be phenomenal. Yeah. He he should just, like, start a podcast, honestly, and, like, talk about racing with. Yes freaking anyone <laughs> he's so funny i like i'm i hope we get to still see more of him what is netflix gonna do gunther was like one of the big stars of drive to survive i, I know like they're gonna be so sad i bet you they can't I mean, they get another season with him because he's in yes he's there for 2023 so like we're still gonna get a little bit of gunther but like Season seven is just not going to have any Gunther in it. Or maybe it'll open with why he left. That's what I think will happen. Because they generally kind of catch you up 
at the beginning of the season, they'll kind of like give you like some, you know, an update on shit that happened during the off season. And I like this mm-hmm. will a thousand percent be the kickoff for season seven. I know because Gunther always plays a big part. Yeah. He's a fan favorite. So. He is an absolute fan favorite. So for obvious reasons, because he's amazing. He is. I guess my F one fantasy team can't beat Gunther's benches anymore. To be honest, though, like I, I really enjoy all the team principles. I think it's just it's it's a fun. Com- it's a fun you combination. Like the Ferrari guy. Bonotto is an idiot, in my opinion. But it's a, <laughs> it's the combination of all of them. Like yes, they have good chemistry. Yes, it's phenomenal chemistry. It makes great television. Even Zach Brown, who I don't personally like, is still great television to watch. So I think it's just like such a good mixture of personalities. You need a villain, and Zach Brown is happy to be the villain. I think they all take their turns because, like, sometimes Toto's the villain, sometimes it's Christian. So Christian's the troll. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's accurate. Christian is kind of a troll. <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, yeah. But I am excited for the upcoming season. So. Yeah. I mean, I am too. Um, the thing that has been just all over my feeds on the socials is the fact that ColourPop is releasing a Twilight collection a la the twilight movies and like it's actually kind of not bad i'm not buying it i don't care that much about (laughs) twilight but like like the the super shocks are nice and i it's a very nice touch that that they did like the shimmery diamondy body oil (laughs) okay i won't lie that was the one portion of it that i considered buying because do you remember mm-hmm. when we were younger? I you ha- I'm sure it was popular where you are, like glitter gel. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. All the time. So that I saw that and I was like, oh my god, that is perfect. It looks so fun. I'm not a- and their soul products are great. They're what? The Soul products. That's like the line that they do those products with. It's called SOL Soul. Okay. They're great. They're good quality products. I I've never. I mean, I've bought ColourPop before. I, I it's a different kind of like. I had blush. I am not a makeup girly. I am learning, so I had a very difficult time with it. <laughs> Which blush did you it buy? It was like this like circle thing oh did you get a super shock blush i don't know was it kind of like a weird texture if you poked it with your finger it it was like in a almost like a little compact it was like pressed yeah that's a super shock it is a it is an interesting texture when you know what you're like how to use it it is amazing it's very well formulated but like if you've never played with their super shock line <laughs> <That was> me <laughs> yeah it'd be like giving you a liquid blush and having you like oh okay i'm gonna put some liquid blush on and then you like instantly put too much because you have to put like a micro dot on your body and that's how much blush you put on when it's a liquid blush because it's just so pigmented yeah i can imagine it, i'm afraid to try liquid blush i i have like a a duster so 
I honestly use a powder. I do like what I use, color yeah. pop though. <laughs> like, and I'm not like against cream or like the super shock liquid is like, no, it just doesn't. It has to like, I guess I have not found a liquid blush that works with my foundation. Like they are not friends with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning. And with your help, because I just... I try. Yeah. No, it's... De- there. We've definitely had a couple of FaceTime sessions, and when we've been together, like, please, for the love of God, show me how to do this. <laughs> it's not all that hard. It just takes practice. It does. I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it. It definitely takes practice, though. I mean, I never really got into makeup until, like, relatively recently, I wore makeup, but I don't think it looked great. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of makeup, I'm going to transition into one more thing because this was like the perfect fucking segue. (laughs) So my oldest bought me a Christmas present and it did not arrive until like a couple of days ago. So I'm going to show you because I'm so excited about this. Oh, oh my god, I am so excited to see this. You realize you might have to post this on like the gram, like just just the image of the thing. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Her sweatshirt says, "Draw the cat eyes sharp enough to kill a man." Yes. Oh shit. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get back into my comfy spot, so I apologize if you just heard me hit the desk. Eh, it happens to the best of us. But yes, so I fucking love it. It's great. It's my favorite. But speaking of Taylor Swift. Speaking um, of T-Swift, what what is new with her? Well, I guess we're clowning again. It, there's so many theories. It's insane. And what are all... we clowning about today? Okay. I think this one's pretty plausible. I really do. Here's why. She... Actually, no, it was Taylor Nation, which is like her kind of unofficial, official, like extra account. Right. And they posted a clip or a picture of her holding the coffee cup. And her thumb was at two. And then on the right side, her thumb was at two. And on the left side, her thumb was at nine. And her uh, one of the nail colors was black. Which happened at the last album when she announced it. So she does this thing where she she drops albums on like international like random holidays. So February 9th apparently happens to be International Pizza Day. And she is also playing in Tokyo. And that also happens to be the day that Kanye West dropped uh, that song. That had the lyric in it. So I am uber convinced that this one might be legit. There's lots of signs for it, but the only person who truly knows is Taylor. Yes, but also, oh, I forgot about this, but there is one more piece that also gives me like a very strong this is going to happen vibes. So she said like in an interview kind of offhandedly that 
you know, she's like thinking to herself, like she's always like planning things. And she was like, could I make hints about an album three years in advance? Three years ago, she had an interview or something like that. And she was holding this weird ass poster thing. And it had to do with pizza in Japan. She's playing in Tokyo international pizza day. Woman is a mastermind. Okay. I mean, that's crazy because then she would have had to know that she could book that venue for her heiress tour. Like, that is that is the definition of playing the long game. Right? I just, like, if that actually turns out to be the date that she drops the album, I just... Maybe it's not the day that she drops it. Maybe she announces when Reputation is getting released. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. There's been so many plausible theories. She's going to do something like what she did with Speak Now and 1989. Mm -hmm. I think she's 100% going to announce it at a show. But she doesn't pick up her shows again for another couple like her tokyo's her first shows back aren't they right exactly so i think it makes more sense for her to announce when reputation is getting released versus dropping reputation fair that day fair totally fair it's there's been so many incredibly plausible theories and they all like they have these crazy connections and it's like oh my god that's so intricate it has to be true and then it's not and you're like mm-hmm. that's insane is it coincidence was it on purpose it's like and if it was on purpose that is insane that's crazy she is quite literally a mastermind she must have a team helping her like make all these connections happen <laughs> she has to oh and that's probably why people fall down a rabbit hole and they're quote clowning yeah. is because she's laying plans that may don't maybe maybe they don't actually pan out that way. Yes. Oh my god, did you Okay, so the Golden Globes was this past weekend as well, everybody? <laughs> mhm. The dress. Oh my god. The green dress. The green dress. Holy shit. One, she looked amazing. Two, I would love to own that dress like i love green so that was just so up my alley i was like fuck yes when i saw that it's also a reputation color it is and i'm I'm pretty sure there was like a snake on it or in her ring or something like that i can't quite i don't remember i don't know did you see that at the golden globes pedro pascal like had injured his shoulder or his arm or something and on the nails of his injured arm he wrote ouch no are you serious okay i did see a picture of him in the sling so i wondered what was going on but yeah that's hilarious i love it he is such a gem what a gem he just makes like pedro cascal makes the funniest quips in interviews and he's like so sincere and so chill (laughs) Did you yeah. s- have you seen his hot ones? No. Oh my god, you need to go watch it. It's really good. Did you see about the girl 
who tweeted that she ran into Pedro Pascal at the movie theaters and he was like so fucking nice to her and he tweeted back and he was like oh my god I was so fucking high that day <laughs> it was so good oh, it was hilarious I love him so much. I he's do so too. he's such a gem. That's like the only way to describe him. It's, he's just just Yeah. Ugh. A gem. And you know what is funny? I don't get that from the character he plays. He's, none of the characters he none. plays. Zero percent. You know there's actors where their personalities are kind of like the characters that they play and they're you know? Yeah. Um, like the guy who plays Nick. Adam Sandler. Well, Adam Sandler, yes. But also the guy who plays Nick on um, New Girl. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, you could argue Chris Pratt as well. I feel like he's mm-hmm. an Andy. So. Yeah. Because Star-Lord is kind of similar. He's just a more fit. True. True. I did. I do love Star-Lord. But. But yeah, there was also apparently drama at the Golden Globes. Did you know about this? Wait, that there was a lot of drama from what we're I not, saw. We're not talking any of like we're going to talk dumb, stupid drama that doesn't doesn't matter. Okay. okay. <laughs> so apparently, something happened, like some kind of weird conversation happened between Selena Gomez and Timothy Chalamet, and there's all of these video clips of. Like Selena telling Taylor and Emma Stone whatever happened, and like people are trying to do mouth read, like lip, like read their lips of what was being said, and then like Timothy was there with Kylie Jenner because they're dating, which I hate, but like whatever, it has nothing to do with me. It doesn't. My opinion matters not at all. But yeah, there's this like whole drama that like something happened between Selena Gomez and like Kylie got jealous of her like wanting to talk to Timothy, and it was like this whole thing. Okay, so kind of. That's kind of how it went. But Selena has since come out and said that is absolutely not what she was talking about. So I don't That's know. That's a more entertaining version. But so there's actually a couple of videos. There's a couple, there's a video of Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. Um, and they're like all lovey-dovey and talking about a necklace and they say I love you to each other which ew I hate them together it's so not I don't like it they're not in the same world no no but regardless so then the whole Taylor Swift thing so Selena Gomez comes over and you kind of see her whisper into Taylor's ear in this video and Kelly Teller is sitting next to her it wasn't Emma Stone but it was Kelly Teller Mm. And you can't see what Selena whispers, but you see what Kelly Teller looks to be. Or you see Selena say, and she said, no, it, that's what it looks like anyway. And then Kelly Teller, you can kind of hear it almost, but maybe it's like a, my mind playing tricks on it. But you hear her say with Timothy or Timothy or mm-hmm. however the fuck you say it. And then that's kind of it. So they were saying like oh, something about the picture or whatever. But she, like I said, she has come out and said like that's not what happened at all. So who knows? 
Or it did, and she's just trying to, like, not put him on blast. But it, like, at the same time, like, yes. But if that, if it did happen, that's shitty. Because Selena Gomez and Timothy Chalamet are friends. Like, if Mm -hmm. they, they have gone on vacation together, they did movies together, like, they are actual friends. Yeah, but, like, insecurity is insecurity, and... This is my own stupid personal opinion, but the entire Kardashian clan is just a, you know, group of pretty insecure humans. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if Kylie Jenner dating Timothy Chalamet, one of the like most recognizable, celebrated actors of our time right now. She's a little insecure about him having friends with any female in existence. But is it any female existence or is it because of the bullshit between Taylor and Kim? Because that's what I would argue. I don't think it has anything to do with Taylor. I do. That family is so, like, they stick together like fucking glue. And Kim and Taylor have their issues, clearly. Kim tried to pretend Mm -hmm. that it wasn't like a big deal anymore that they had made up and clearly Taylor disagrees. But I kind of feel like that may be the case because the, the Kardashians little clan, um, they're real good friends with the Hadids and they were making fun of what's of Selena with the eyebrows and shit and Haley Bieber. It's like, it's just a lot of stupid bullshit high school drama, but I find them to be that petty. Honestly, I wouldn't put anything past him. Yeah. So I guess that's... Wouldn't. I don't know. Do you have any more pop culture updates? Do we have any more? I don't think so. I think we should talk about the movie that I made you watch. Yes. So what are... So for those who... uh, Well, I mean, like, you'll see it on Instagram. And obviously the title. We watched The Lovebirds. We did. This is like my fourth or fifth time watching it. I'm not even lying to you. Oh my goodness. I enjoy it. I think it's super funny because I love Issa Issa Rae and I think uh, Kamal Nindani is super funny in this movie. The banter is it for me. I will give you the banter is great. I love Isa, I love Kumail. Like, they're both hysterical and they had great chemistry. My issue was with the story, I think. I don't love the story. Oh, the story's batshit crazy. Yeah, I'm like, it it gave me, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it was Tina Fey and uh, Steve Carell. And they had a, they went out on a date night. Game night? Is it date? No, it's not game night. I think it's date night date night and then maybe they, they run into um calvin klein dude marky mark whose mm. name escapes me at this exact moment mark Wahlberg. there it is <laughs> marky mark works that was his recording name yeah but like she i guess works with him or whatever but it was like a similar thing where they're kind of like on this insane adventure and people are chasing them and shit like that but there was the whole like, was love bit. I'm sorry that the rom-com had some rom in it. <laughs> well, I guess that was it. Is because like typically 
you see in those kinds of storylines, in my opinion anyway, a much more substantial like red flags. You got some real issues in your relationship. And Mm -hmm. I still don't quite understand what their problems were. We'll get to it. Let's <laughs> let's start with the background. So this okay. so the Love Birds was originally made to be released in 2020. It was directed by Michael Schulwalter. Um, so it was originally going to have its world premiere at South by Southwest in March of 2020, but then um, this little tiny thing called COVID happened, and it ended up going straight to Netflix in May 2020. And then it actually was the top streamed item on Netflix for its debut weekend. Probably because it was May 2020 and we were all bored out of our minds. Oh, yeah. That was all there was to do because I want to say around. We'd all finished Tiger King at that point. So we needed to move on to something else. Yeah. This was the time where I was writing. Do you think Carol Baskin killed her husband at the end of my driveway and leaving chalk there and boxes for people to check yes or no? It was hilarious. Yeah. Like, obviously she didn't. Like, spoiler alert. They found him in Costa Rica. No, they didn't. They did. Yes, they did. No. Go look it up. You want me to do it right now? You don't. You seriously don't believe me? Yeah, pull it up on your phone right now. She does not believe me. She literally, I'm making her pull it up. Okay. But all this, all I'm seeing is that she said he was found alive. I don't see anybody that says, that can confirm that. I don't buy that. That bitch definitely fed him to the fucking tigers. I mean, if you say so, but there is, there is rumor that he could potentially have been found in Costa Rica and that there's apparently documents from Homeland Security proving that he was in fact found. I don't see anything corroborating that. I'm just saying, spoiler alert, dude could be alive. Ah, 2020, what a time it was. Oh, oh. Anyways, I found. So, yeah, that just. Go ahead. I was going to say, I see an article about Homeland. Okay, so Homeland Security says. I don't say my husband alive and well. Okay. Uh, Department of Homeland Security has not confirmed this. She fed him to the tigers. Or she fed him to the tigers. I guess that could be option number two. I'd buy it if someone else came out, but it's just her saying that. You never know. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Sure. Anyways. (laughs) So do we want to talk about this movie? And we can just kind of like speed through the beginning of it to get to the part that you have questions about. Sure. Let's go. Let's dive in. It 
so the opening title sequence is that marathon first date between Jabron and Leilani, our two main characters. And it looks like it was, you know, essentially meant to be a one night stand because, you know, it opens with them coming out in the morning and then they go get breakfast and then they end up walking around the park and she gives him her number and, you know, it's the start of a beautiful relationship. I think we've all been on those kinds of dates, like when it lasts all day. Yeah, that was cute. That was cute. I yeah. liked that. that was really- and so then we go to four years later and they're in their apartment and they're arguing about something stupid as fuck called the amazing race and if they were to go on the amazing race would they do well and jabron is like well no because we don't communicate that well and also i've never seen it so i don't even know what's really involved and then it becomes like this whole other thing because like he's never seen it like i'm sure you have also experienced like hey I am in a in this relationship and this argument has just completely devolved where where it was a conversation that turned into like a discussion that turned into an argument and then we like it has just completely derailed into like a different we're, we're not even talking about what we originally started talking about. Yes, I've definitely been in those kinds of arguments before, but to me this was I've had this conversation before not about the amazing Mm -hmm. race but about like the apocalypse and who's gonna die first and like we discussed this with you and your husband like about that's true yeah like this is to me this wasn't an argument this was a totally normal discussion <laughs> so there's devolved into an argument is yeah. what i'm trying to argue it did, it like did. john and i also have conversations like this where it's just like completely hyperbolic and like weird and just silly because it's fun um but there's definitely devolved into an argument but one of the things that comes up is that you know they talk about you know sex should be spontaneous and Leilani really thinks that like you know freaky sex needs to be spontaneous and he's like no put it on my calendar and he's like if there's an orgy happening they definitely have a google calendar to schedule that she's like no I think one guy shows up to your house and then another and then another and he's like you're talking about a gangbang not an orgy (laughs) and I'm also like why would I, why are all these men suddenly showing up at your house to, to have sex with you? I think this also, I'm I, I'm with Jabron. I think it would probably take a Google calendar to arrange something like this. Oh, I'm super on his side. Also, I think I wrote in the notes, like, freaky sex and scheduling it is not mutually exclusive. No. So I, I think he says that to you, her and she like argues and it was like, no, he's ab- absolutely correct. He's a hunt. I'm on team Gibran on that particular <laughs> argument because like sometimes you just have to, to put it on your ca- calendar that you're going to have adult fun, happy times with your partner. It's just, it has to be on your calendar. It doesn't even necessarily like have to be on the calendar. I mean, you could even be like, 
you know, flirting all day and be like, oh, hey, like, you want to get it on later or whatever? Then, yeah, like, it doesn't have to be like, okay, at six o'clock on this date, it doesn't have to be that, like, regimented. No. Now, orgy, different story. I would agree with Jabron on this. That's definitely a Google, a Google Calendar event. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. Like, a Google Calendar with a shopping list because, like, you need to come in with, like supplies you I would, need supplies I would think so I would think so like it's a be- it's it's a potluck of a sexual experience in my opinion like somebody brings all the lube somebody brings a bunch of you know protection somebody's gonna bring you know experience enhancers whatever those might be you know we're, this is this is a potluck experience so, so yeah like I'm team Gibran, but anyways, so they get into the car to go to this dinner party and, you know, the conversation continues, but then it kind of gets a little serious mm-hmm. and they kind of stop talking about the silly fun surface level stuff. And it's Gibran who kind of is like, I can't, I don't want to be with somebody who's like, his big issue is that she's like attached to her phone, which like welcome to the modern age. Everyone is attached to their phone. And he's like, well, I don't want to be with somebody who can't like engage in the world around them. And she's like, well, I can't be with somebody who I don't remember what she says exactly, but it's like they, they realize that their relationship has sort of maybe potentially run its course. They've lost sight of why they're together is what I really think is happening, but they break up in the car. And it's a very like, Oh shit. Kind of break up. Like I didn't take that. They broke up. That's not how I took it. They literally say that they break up. Did they? Like she, Yes. I just like she distinctly goes, I think remember. This is done. Yeah, and but like he says, "Are we done?" And she's like, "I think we've been done for a while." Gotcha. I just distinctly remember the part where they're like, both of them say at the same time, "Like this isn't working." Yeah, so it's it's after the "this isn't working" statement. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry. So they they have this moment of like very sincere emotion, and then um they hit a bicyclist that caught me so off guard i laughed <laughs> i definitely laughed i was like what the fuck you wrote in the notes that it scared the shit out it of you <laughs> i stopped taking notes after that like shortly after that's okay it's this is our dynamic i filled in the rest of the notes oh that's good i don't even have them pulled up <laughs> This is just our dynamic, okay? Jill sometimes writes notes. Lots of the time doesn't look at them. Oh no, that's Melissa. not true. It's no. No, no, no. The book ones, I definitely You do look at the book ones. I look at the book ones. But sister wives You don't look at anything else. Sister wives, no. No. You don't look at anything else. But and the movies, nope. no, I did with Barbie. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Let's get back to it. Sorry. It's fine. But, like, welcome to our dynamic. Yeah. The notes exist. Sometimes she looks. Mel's not the 100%, one. though. <laughs> so, um, this is bad. They feel very bad. So, they get out, and this guy, like, gets up, and he, like, gets back on his bicycle, and he rides away. So, they're like, 
trying to be like, we'll call 911. Like, we'll help you. And he's like, no. Nah. And he just gets on his bike. But Leilani's like, wait, you left your phone. So they get in the car. And then this random guy comes in. And he's like, I'm a cop. I need your car. And I'm in pursuit of that guy. So then it's like, you know, I'm in a car with a cop. And they're like being maybe not taking it seriously enough. <laughs> Oh, well, because they immediately took his word for it, and they were, like, so on board. They're, like, cheering him on. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, turn here. If you turn right here, you can cut him off. Yeah, they took it. They maybe got a little too into it a little too fast. Yeah. And then um, the guy with the mustache who said he was a cop uh, proceeds to catch up to the bicyclist, get him pinned in, like, a dead-end alley, and then repeatedly run over the bicyclist. Who we're going to just forevermore call Bicycle because that's what his yeah. like actual credited name in the movie is, is Bicycle. I'm pretty sure Mustache is also Mustache. Mustache, um, yes. But also, like, legit, like, it's not just run him over, but run over, back up, run over, back up. I can't remember if he did it a third time, but you get the gist. Yeah, it, 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 and, and everything is silent, and it's, I, I will have like a, I'm gonna put my little my little like there's no non-diegetic sound so it's like there's really there's no music playing it's literally just the sound effect of him running this guy over backing up running over him again pulling forward running like it is just like the most awkward experience yeah because <laughs> what do you say what do you do it's very much I don't know if you had this experience. My parents didn't argue by all, by any means, but like, have you ever been at like the dinner table and then you could tell that your parents are arguing or if you're out with friends, this is a better example. And there's like this very fucking awkward conversation that they're having in public in front of other people. And everyone's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> just so I was going to say, my parents... My parents argued a lot when I was a kid, and they just argued in front of us. So, like, it was awkward, but, like, eh, so was life. But, yeah, it was just, like, oh, shit. And so, like, Mustache gets out and runs away. And then then they get out, and they're, like, oh, my God, he's so dead. And then, like, two random pedestrians come by. So funny. (laughs) And they're trying to explain themselves, and they sound crazy because, like, the, the entire situation is um crazy yeah and so one of them the girl calls the police and she's like um i would like to report like a murder yeah <laughs> oh my goodness that was funny it's and she's like i'm not like saying that they're like she just happens to be black and he just ha- also happens to be a person of color yeah <laughs> She's like, because you could tell they were like trying to portray the like hipster liberal, you know, and she was trying so hard not to be offensive. And it was hilarious. She's trying really, she's like, I'm not racially profiling them. They just actually happen to be this. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And so uh, Gibran comes up with the excellent plan of just, hey, let's run away. I mean, like what else would the, I, I'm not gonna lie if I was in their shoes I'd probably do the exact same thing 
like it's very understandable why they ran away like i'm not even mad at them no. <laughs> for running away anyways so they run away and they end up at a diner and they're like asking for alcohol but the diner doesn't serve alcohol what diner serves alcohol <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they maybe made a poor choice. Also, like, how are you paying for this? Like, you're going to use your credit card and the cops are going to find you. If you're trying to run for the cops, you're doing a terrible job. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're wanted for murder. Yeah, you're doing a terrible... Like, you are leaving the biggest paper trail ever because that's not the only stupid thing they do in this process. We'll get to the next. So, like, they realize that they have Bicycle's phone and it, like, beep beeps and he gets a notification. But then the cops call Leilani's phone. And they're like, oh, have you seen your car today? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm still at my house. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, no, my car is missing. And then the waitress comes up. That was so funny, but also, like, incredibly predictable. Yeah, it's like... 100%. 100%. So then they leave the diner. They... After Gibran has sunk Leilani's phone into a vat of milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> and they go to like a pier, like a walking by the water place. And Gibran really wants to like turn themselves in. And Leilani's like, oh, we're just going to get pinned. They're not going to look for the real culprit. They're just going to make us be the culprits. Yeah. Because we look guilty AF. And she convinces Gibran to go figure out who this Edie person is who is texting Bicycle and see if Edie can figure out who Mustache is. Dumb idea. Would you have gone along with this plan? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why no, would you do I would that? have not. Like, literally, why? It makes zero. I mean, I like, I get that we're, it's a movie. We're suspending reality here. I fully get that. But, like, let's put ourselves in their shoes for a second. Why? Why would you make that choice? No idea. Um, her logic doesn't totally logic to me because her logic is, well, if we find mustache first, we can turn him into the cops and then we'll be cleared. And I'm like, okay, or or you could just tell the truth. Yeah. A thousand percent. Like going off and playing Nancy Drew, not the smartest idea. Works one time out of a hundred, telling the truth works like ninety nine times out of a hundred. Exactly. Anyway, so they go to this sketchy-ass bar where Bicycle's phone has sent them to meet up with this Edie person. And um, Edie ends up being um, also just not a fun time. No. Because Edie thinks that they're blackmailing her and they're part of some kind of blackmailing scheme and proceeds to knock them out, kidnap them, and take them to like a barn where she plans to torture them over what they're blackmailing her about. I can't remember the actress's name off the top of my head, but I love her. She's hilarious. Same. She's been yes. in lots of stuff, but especially P- Pitch Perfect. She's so funny. Yeah. So funny. So they're in this barn, and apparently she is the wife of a congressman, and there's something, and Jabron gets kicked by a horse. 
dude, the grease. Like, totally. Oh, yeah. They were going to pour <laughs> grease on them. I was like, Hot Jesus grease. Christ. That seems incredibly worse than getting kicked in the chest by a horse. I, be, I guess, I don't know. Maybe you could die that way, too. Who the hell knows? I don't know. Neither sound fun. But no. they end up escaping. And they go to this drugstore to get clean clothes. And, like, some first aid. And a little, a little spark ignites at the drugstore mm. oh mind you how are they getting from location to location minus the, you know the kidnapping they fucking uber yeah it's like on how i met your mother what was the taxi driver's name i can't remember oh yeah i can't remember it I can't remember it either, but yeah, like they always ended up in his taxi somehow. Well, because they, it was like an accident, if I remember correctly, like the first couple of times, but then they like took his number and then they just called him. So it's literally like a number. I mean, it's not like a random person every time, but it's basically like a, a car service. Yeah. But they're Ubering around while they're trying to hide from the cops. It oh. doesn't, like, what is this plan? Again, makes zero fucking sense. <laughs> What is this plan? So somehow the little slip of paper that fell down during the torture scene with Edie has Bicycle's address on it. <laughs> so they decided to go to Bicycle's house. Again. I would have been done. This after... seems real stupid. Yeah. Like I would have stopped a long time ago. But oh, yeah. you know, you know little things little things and so they get some to bicycles apartment and it is uh well you know a frat house full of young dumb boys stuffing blackmail photos into manila envelopes yeah <laughs> just like a little blackmail ring like instead of drugs it's just blackmail yeah and then they get interrupted by one of them Proceed they to try just, to fucking they in, in. Yeah, they try to interrogate <laughs> him, which is hilarious because it's so badly like, bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, mustache is in the background, just like murder fucking the rest of the house. Uh, seriously, and they hide in the closet so that yeah. they don't get murder fucked by mustache, and he kills their little torture. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. And well, so they sneak out and they get away from mustache. Mm-hmm. That would have been bad. But now they can't keep pursuing it because they, it's a dead end and they need to unlock Bicycle's phone. So what's the plan? They're going to go to the dinner party where Leilani's co-worker is who can unlock the phone. But they have to kind of trick him into unlocking the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's so a real convoluted plan. <laughs> oh, terrible planning! Ab- absolutely terrible plan. Like zero percent on the on the plan. So, so their big plan to trick this guy into unlocking the phone because he's like ethical about stuff. Oh yeah, I remember this. She's like, well, he's kind of ethical. He's, he won't just do it. He's kind of like ethical about it. I'm like, oh my god, guys. I love you. So the way she, like her facial expressions and the way she says things. Oh my god, she's so funny. 
so funny so the 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 story they tell everyone that they are like hours late to this dinner party is that they have decided to start taking boxing classes and jabron was boxing outside of his weight class and he can't remember his passcode to unlock his phone and he needs to talk to his doctor it's like very complicated it's so complicated it's one of those things so where it's like I feel like they say like when you when people lie or are trying to lie, like the more detail you give, the more it kind of gives away that they're lying. Like you're supposed to like mm-hmm. a kernel of truth and then like a little bit. But these mm-hmm. these two are just like leaning the fuck in. <laughs> it's so outrageous. It's insane. So this does fortunately convince Keith to unlock the phone and they find out that there is some kind of black tie party that that uh, Bicycle was supposed to attend tonight. So they uh-huh. get changed into fancy clothes and then they get into another fucking Uber. <laughs> That's to go a to lot this party. of money. Can you imagine? Like how much? I mean, minimum like a twenty dollar ride. Every oh, time. Yeah. There's, like, they've spent, well, like... He, remember, couple... the first time he uber-pooled. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. But still, like, that's a lot of money for one night. Like, fucking Ubering all over the city? That's a lot of money. Uh, yeah. Money isn't an object in this show, in this movie. It's fine. Oh, we have completely suspended reality here. There is zero yeah. logic to what's going on. No. So they get to this, like fancy meetup thing and it's some kind of like weird cultish thing that turns into an orgy it sure does (laughs) so um i'm just gonna say justice for jabron in movie he is proven right that it does in fact take a calendar invite (laughs) a thousand percent also it like just comes full fucking circle it's hysterical but they're also in those like black weird masks yeah but they they remind me of like the plague masks like the doctors used to wear with the big beaks except a lot of them are white Mm -hmm. exactly so they're like they're kind of weird it's kind of creepy and then the orgy suddenly stops because the leader's like there are imposters in our midst and like through no effort at all gets them to reveal themselves yeah as the imposter like Guys, I like I was sitting there thinking about that when they did it. It's like, would mm. I have pulled my mask off immediately? No, 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 not immediately. I would have been like looking around a little bit and be like, I don't want to be the first one. I'd wait until somebody else did it. A hundred percent. So I was like, that was they're, stupid. They're, they're they're just not good at this Nancy Drew shit. No, not at all. Not good. 100% now. So right as, like, some bad shit's gonna happen to them, a, a fucking police raid shows up. <laughs> so apparently, when they go and talk to the detective, um, the entire bicycle incident was caught on traffic cameras. They knew that they weren't... <laughs> weren't here's, the suspects from the get-go. Here's my issue with this. Here's my issue with this. Because, again, suspended reality, blah, blah, blah. In real life, 
they would absolutely be charged. Are you kidding me? For obstruction of justice? Well, like, they're fucking running from the cops. They're, like, they left the scene of a crime. They're witnesses. Like. Yeah. It just, I was like, again, again, I was like. (laughs) Come on, guys. Interfering with an investigation or yeah. impeding an investigation. Yeah, like probably a bunch of misdemeanor things. But yeah, nothing like, like serious, but still it's like <laughs> no no cop is going to be like, yeah, we knew it was you. Don't worry about it. Like, no. No. It, no. So they get, they don't know where Mustache is still, but they're like, okay, we're going to take you two home. So they're in the car getting driven home and dun 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 mustache is the cop driving them home i literally thought that i will say that caught me off guard i knew something was coming because i was like well it's there's still time left in the movie so clearly Mm -hmm. it's not over yet but it's not over yet but mustache i didn't see coming i genuinely thought that he wasn't a cop after he like ran the dude over i didn't believe him I didn't. I was like, yeah, okay. He's really a cop. Yeah. So mustache does the thing that all villains do in in movies, and he like soliloquies his plan to them all, and how he and Bicycle were in this blackmailing scheme together, and then there was some kind of payment dispute, and so he's just like, "Fuck it, I'll kill Bicycle," because you know that's a logical deduction, but you know. Homicide is definitely everyone's first choice in a business dispute, legal or otherwise. (laughs) And so they end up getting in this big fight on like a boat and the pier and it's like a whole thing. And Leilani ends up shooting Mustache. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) Who is then taken into custody. Yeah. I was excited about that one. It was funny. Like, shoot. Yeah. So... Then, you know, in the backs of the the, the ambulances, Jabron and Leilani make up, and then they kiss. Yes. Yay. Because their problems Apparently, were real. Their problems were that they had forgotten how to work together, and then they had the most insane night ever in existence, and they learned how to work together again. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think they just, I think people forget that also sometimes you kind of have to like put a little bit of effort in because I think Issa's character, you know, she's glued to her phone. It sucks. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, I I don't like being on the receiving end. So I try to be mindful Mm -hmm. and not do it to my partner. But yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So then at, for the end credits we get <laughs> a year later they're on the amazing race i was so excited to see that I'm like fuck yeah <laughs> and i think it's just like such a wonderful like this is the kind of like fun rom-com i love like it's ridiculous the premise is insane but like you get two funny actors together having a good time together i feel like a lot of that was probably like you know improved probably you they know. seem like good and, improv com- comedians yeah there's good chemistry between the leads mm-hmm. it, it was just to me like a very fun movie 
I have seen it, like I said, many times because it's kind of one of those, like, if I'm at home by myself and I just need, like, something silly to put on in the background, I was like, you know what? We can put this on. It's silly. It's low stakes. I would definitely put this movie into that category as well. Like, I haven't watched it five times, but I would put it on if, like, you know, there was... I put stuff on while I'm doing laundry and like putting my clothes away and shit. So I would like put it on or something like that. But like comedy, like it was definitely funny. I was laughing out loud. Mm -hmm. I thought it was hilarious. But again, the like rom part of rom-com, I was like, (laughs) meh, I could totally do without this. The rest of it's funny. Because they could be like a normal couple and just have this like absolutely insane fucking thing happen to them. So here's my thing is that I do appreciate that this isn't like some kind of insta love situation where like they were on their first date and then all of this shit happened. Oh, agreed. I do appreciate that they were like an established couple Mm -hmm. and we're not like watching them fall in love for the first time. Like, oh, I loved that. that. The five minute, like the two minute little bit. First date. Yeah, it was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's all I need. That's all I need. Yeah. So yeah, how I'm I'm guessing you at least somewhat enjoyed this movie. If you're willing to put it on like while you do laundry, <laughs> I would give it. I don't know like what the actual average would be like comedy wise. Like the part the you know that bit, I would give it like a three point five. I thought it was funny. It made me laugh. Um, mm-hmm. The romp it meh. 2.5 I guess <laughs> which I guess puts us right in the middle of like a 3 yeah so it's not fair, bad fair. I would watch it again I'm. it's not bad by any means I would totally watch it again and I would put it on while I was doing laundry or whatever and it's funny for sure but am I would I pick it over when Harry met Sally no there, but at least I got you to watch a more modern quote rom-com and True. you didn't hate it I didn't hate it you did not hate it so we love that for me yep uh, any final thoughts um no no that's it that's it for you I think no I like I liked it I still love Isa and Camille or Kamal Camille oh yeah 100% Kamal is hilarious. I wish I could see them in more things, honestly. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah, agreed. I love Lisa and Barbie. She was good. What's her oh, HBO oh, show? That was funny, too. I can't remember. Oh, it's totally sleep- slipping my mind. But yes, yeah, she had a great HBO show. Mm, that was good, too. Great. Anyways, well, thank you so much for everyone for listening. If you want to check out what is coming up next on the pod, be sure to go follow us over on Instagram. It's Mel and Jill Geek Out at Mel and Jill Geek Out. I don't know why I keep trying to say the rest of an email address because that doesn't make any sense. If you want to, if you have a suggestion of what we should geek out about next, be sure to shoot us an email over at Jill and Mel Geek Out at gmail.com. Again, my name is Melissa. And I'm Jill. And this has been Mel and Jill Geek Out. Bye. Bye.